0: i mm-hmm. Iron podcast tax moves with Glenn Burnbaum Glenn uh, we're in that time of year again we're going to expand on what we talked about last week as far as some tax planning goes and before we started you were talking about uh, prepaying for fertilizer and, and those kind of things and how those rules apply to adjusting your income at the end of the
1: year yeah so you know this time of year we're looking at tax planning and we we were well, remember last week we talked about, you know, having grain contracts with deferred payment and we can we can use some flexibility there to adjust our income. In that case, adjust our income up. Um, so that's kind of one lever in tax planning is our grain contracts. The second lever is depreciation. And we've talked about depreciation, you know, over the few months here, you know, where we can, you know, kind of pick a depreciation number that we want, right? We can either take bonus depreciation or not or take what's called Section 179. So we have some flexibility there. So that's kind of the second lever. But the third lever is prepaid expenses, you know, where we can pay for fertilizer, we can pay for chemicals, we can pay for seed. And most farmers are on the cash basis method of accounting. So you know if we need to get our income down, this is another tool in our toolbox, so to speak, prepaid expenses. So we want to talk about that today and talk about some limitations. Because there are there is a couple things that that can potentially cause an issue. So first of all, you know, what, what are we talking about? We're talking about fertilizer and chemicals. Generally speaking, one of the main things is you really can't pay for like more than next year's uh, use, right? So if I pay for like three years of fertilizer, IRS could come in and say, you know, that's, that's not really appropriate. You know, if you're paying for next year's fertilizer needs, next year's seed needs, that's okay. But you start talking two or three years probably have a problem so just keep that in mind um, another big thing is you really need an invoice from the fertilizer company from the seed company spelling out specifically what exactly are you just, it really should not just be a deposit right? it shouldn't just be well I just, you know wrote the check for a hundred thousand dollars it's just kind of on deposit with the fertilizer company it really needs to be you know hey this many tons of DAP, you know, this many, um, you know, book bags of seed, right? It, it's got to be specific. Certain types of chemicals, right? Here's the gallons. Because that's really supports the justification that I'm actually seeing things for next year. I'm not just placing at a deposit with my fertilizer company. So be careful of that. Um, the third thing, which can come into play occasionally, there's actually a limitation on prepaid expenses that if your prepaid expenses are more than 50%, okay, so 50% is the number, more than 50% of your non-prepaid expenses. So this kind of gets a little confusing. But um, let's say just for simple math, let's say we had total expenses on our, on, this is a low number, but I like to keep math simple, of $100,000, right? That's the total expenses on my on, and that includes three hundred thirty thousand dollars of prepaid expenses okay so i've got thirty thousand dollars of prepaid expenses for next year i've got seventy thousand dollars of expenses for the current year that i paid and that can include depreciation so fifty percent is my limit i take fifty percent of the seventy thousand dollars okay that's thirty five thousand dollars so I can't have more than $35,000 of prepaid expenses. If you remember, my example is, I only have $30,000 prepaid expenses. So in that case, I would be okay. So you do need to run that if, you really, you know, if you're really picking up a lot of acres and things, you might need to watch that a little bit. But in case there's actually a couple exceptions to even this 50% rule. Um, one of them would be extraordinary circumstances. <laughs> really reason that, you can possibly get around this percent rule. Um, I haven't seen a whole lot of commentary on what that could be, but you know, just know that if there's some really unique situation you could get out of it. The better one though, exception number two is if you fail the test for 2018, okay, so we fail that 50% test, we actually go back to the previous three years, lump it all together, and if I if I didn't fail it in the previous three years combined, I, I kind of get a pass. So Bottom line is the fifty percent test is important, but likely there's probably some workarounds around it, just because of that three rule. So the most important thing on the free page is you know make sure that you have an invoice from the fertilizer dump with the quantity, prices price of the thing, the description. It can't be just a Okay,
0: so that's the key. That's the key takeaways. When you get that invoice, make sure it has exactly what you got with the exact amount and making sure that that's very well documented
1: yep, yep. It, it cannot be just deposited so if you were ending on seed companies fertilizer companies you know they should know this too so they should be helping you out um to just to better document things so
0: right on okay glenn
1: uh what else anything else you want to throw out there before we shut this down today um, you know, I was hoping we'd, we'd be able to talk a little bit about the new interest limitation rules. Were supposed The new rules were supposed to be released here this week. They haven't been yet. So that, that could, um, we had talked in the past about if potentially, uh, even though you're under $25 million in revenues, you still might be subject to these interest limitation rules if you're considered a, a tax shelter. Um, so we still don't know anything about that. So I hope next week I can maybe clean, clear that up a little bit to see if, if, you know, if you have a loss, basically, and you're a farmer, um, and you've got kind of passive investors, uh, you know, are you going to have a problem with these interest limitations? So that's the one thing I was watching for. So maybe next week we can do just an update on that. But yeah, otherwise we're just kind of in the midst of tax planning here, uh, working through you know different scenarios with clients, gathering the information, and seeing what where we want to end up. So uh, we also got about an inch of snow overnight wow. over here. Look pretty unique for central Illinois at this time of year, so
0: Yep.
1: Yeah, we had some snow out here.
0: Uh, south of us they got a little more, south and east they got a little more than we did, but it is uh it's cold. We got the cold out of it. So
1: Yeah, yep. I think it is gonna be pretty cold tonight. So yep. yeah, it makes you makes you think about winters.
0: Sure does, man, sure does. So all right, Glenn. Well, if folks wanted to grab a hold of you and ask you some questions, what's the best way they could do that?
1: Yeah, here at Heinle-Banwards, uh, our phone number is 309-694-4251. You know, you know, definitely feel free to call me uh, or look me up on Twitter at, at Burnbaum.
0: Lots of good information out there in his Twitter feed, folks, to so take advantage of that. Uh, Glenn, it's always been fun, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Till then, have a good rest of the week and a uh, good weekend. Okay, thanks, Casey. You do the same. All right, buddy. Take care.